You are listening to the Human-Centered Management Podcast, the place to be to recenter management on the human side of business. I am Anne-Cécile Graber, an international organizational development consultant, happy to share my passion with you. Let's get started. He who has a why to live for can bear almost anyhow. Dr. Steve Maraboli. If I asked a random employee in your organization, would he be able to tell us what is your company purpose? Most of the time, they just can't. Which explains why so many employees and sometimes also leaders only see their jobs as a meaningless way to earn money. If you want to find out what a purposeful company can do for you and your employees, stay tuned. If you like this podcast, share it and subscribe to it on the platform of your choice to get more insight on the human-centered management approach. Today, I want to talk about what is your organization's purpose. For that, we will go through three steps. First, why is a why important? Second, we'll talk about the consequences of finding a purpose in your job. And third, We will go through some questions that you can ask yourself to answer the question, what is my purpose? I guess if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably a leader, a team leader, an entrepreneur, someone who wants to be having an impact on the world around him or her. And to start with the question, why is a why so important? I want you to go after the podcast, please. Watch the video from Simon Sinek about Start With Why. There is a link in the show notes, so just go there after uh, the audio. Basically, in this video, Simon Sinek reminds us that companies that are the strongest in the world right now, like Apple, like Nike, they have a very clear why. They start with why. When Steve Jobs started with Apple, He wanted to offer creative people, people who were able to think outside the box, a platform for their creativity. And he happened to be very good with computers and created a computer company. His why was so strong that he couldn't go away from it. I think that Steve Jobs was not the best example of a good manager, but he was a good example of someone who was driven by his why. Why is this why so important? Well, there are a few topics and points that I want to help you look at, have a new perspective on. When you have a clear purpose, first you have a clear direction. You have a focus that you can hold your eyes on. No, you want to get there. And sometimes maybe the why you have is not very clear. Like it takes time. You don't wake up one day and say, hmm, I'm going to create Apple. No. You wake up one day and you see a problem and you're like, this is something I have to do. And this is this desire to create something, this why, that you may not be able to name at the beginning. And it's okay. It gives you a direction. And I'm sure you have a why. You may have forgotten it. The second thing that makes a clear why very important is about decision making. When you know why you're doing things or the purpose you have, it's much easier to say no to some things. It is much easier to look at the options you have and use your values and principles 
to balance your decision and say, hmm, if I got this fruit, I'm going far away from my goal. So no, thank you. Or hmm, this opportunity is a bit scary or totally scary. I have no clue if it's going to work out. But hmm, if I did that and it worked out, I would be so much closer to my goal, to my purpose. So you do it. Another thing that is very important in decision making is that if everyone in the company stays behind the same purpose, have a personal purpose, is complementary to the organization purpose, then they come together. And then decision making as a team is much easier because people are not fighting with their ego, they're fighting for the purpose of the organization. And they may be able they may be able to work better together and leave their ego on the side and say, okay, I would like to be at the center of attention most of the time, but for this I can be, you know, played down and get the project working. Another point that is very important to keep in mind when we think about having an organizational purpose, it is that it creates connection. When you and I are connected with the same desire to make the world a better place, I promise you we can move mountains and not even. We could even go to the moon. But you know what I mean. You already met people that had very similar use of the world perspectives and desires and you started stuff together and maybe it was outside your work maybe it was during your work time and you were able to do things that just seemed impossible there is also this idea of how do you look at your work and i started with the idea that if i ask some people in your organization what is your organization purpose they may tell me that they have no clue expect maybe producing shoes but that's not a real purpose. That's doing something. That's an action. That's not having an impact on the world. There is a little story I want to tell you. Maybe you know it already. But one day, in the old times, when Egypt was uh, starting to build those wonderful pyramids that we all know, if you would have gone to the stone mason and asked them how they felt about their job, there were two kinds of people. They were the stonemason that were saying, oh, this is such a hard job and it's hot and we are treated like shit and oh, I hate it and I have like back problems and oh, I just can't deal with it and my boss is terrible and you would just hear a complaint. But then you could ask someone else and be, hey, how do you see your job as a stonemason? The person would have said, oh, I love my job. The work that I'm doing right now working on those stones is going to be seen by people in maybe thousands of years and they won't know that I've been part of it but I know that I've been part of something so much bigger. For him this job is maybe hard, is maybe difficult but he does it with purpose and that's the difference between having a purpose in your organization and not having a purpose in your organization. Having a purpose as I mentioned like the quote I said at the beginning is he who has a why to live for can bear almost anyhow. If you have a reason to do something, even if it gets hard and terrible and awful, you will find the resources and the energy to do it. If you don't, if you just do things just like that without really giving it a purpose or a meaning for yourself, the story you will tell will be the one of the stonemason that says, oh, everything is terrible, my boss is terrible. That would be a complaining story. 
And my question to you is, do you want to be the complainer or the doer? I guess you want to be part of those who are doers. So now let's talk about the consequences of finding a purpose. What does it bring you and your organization? I think it's important that we look at that at three levels, personal level, organizational level, and beyond the organization. Because you are a human being, one person, and so you will be impacted by having a purposeful organization or a purpose in your job. The team you're working in, the departments, and at the end of the day, the whole organization will also be impacted if there is a clear purpose. Not only, it goes beyond your organization, it goes outside the organization. So let's see what are the advantages, or some of them, because there are way more than that. And so if you have ideas that I didn't mention, you can just write a comment or keep it in your mind, but just know that it's not an exhaustive list of all the advantages of having a clear purpose. At the personal level, be part of something bigger is something that comes when you have a common purpose with people in your organization. So you may not you may be the only one in your organization who sees the bigger picture as the mason who said I'm building pyramids that will be seen in thousands of years. Wow, that's amazing. And that's enough that may give you enough energy. Like that's a energy creator to have a purpose because it's attracting you and you're not running away from something you are going towards something that you see as positive when you have a common purpose or a purpose you see your colleagues as ally and not as competition which means that when things get difficult you will be more inclined to ask for help or offer help and another one at the personal level is that you will feel fulfilled you will be proud of your work you will See, th this work that you're doing has something that is making you a better person, a happier person, a fulfilled person. So that's for the personal level. On the organizational level, when any employees, let's say, let's imagine, let's dream that every employees have the same common purpose. When this is reality and there is a better cohesion, people stay together people go toward the same direction and they find ways to use resources, skills and competencies and knowledge to achieve the common goal. There's nothing better for cohesion than having a clear common goal or purpose or why. Whatever the, the name we give it, I think those are just words and I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, that's the idea of going toward the same direction. Another point that is important, one of the positive consequences of having a common purpose is that we feel togetherness. We have this longing as human beings to connect with each other, to feel that we are part of a team, that we are accepted as we are. Um, and that's a human need to connect. Some of us may need more connections than others, but every one of us needs some kind of connection. Another very important aspect of organizational common purpose is that together we are stronger facing challenges when having problems or difficulties or conflicts. When we have common purpose, we find ways to solve the problem. 
We remember that this person has this special skill and this person has this knowledge and we bring people together and say, this is the problem, let us find a solution. And I think that's one of the reasons why there are so many games that are very famous, like escape games, where people come together, they are locked in a room and they have to find a way to get out. Why do we love it? Because we come together, we have a common purpose and we just want to get out of this creepy place. And people with different skills will come together, the ones that are good with mathematics will be solving the clues, the ones who are observant will find the little things that are not, you know, that you can't find anyway. And so that's what a common purpose is. It's really, we want to get out of here, so we'll find a way. And this togetherness, this cohesion, this stronger together is really what we are all aiming for. We just forget about it. And beyond the organization, when you are doing your best and people are coming together, it has a ripple effect on your customers because they realize that employees are engaged. Sometimes we can't really name it, but we can say, oh, I love to go to this company because employees are so nice. The customers, they feel that something is going on positively in the organization as they do when something is going wrong. At some point, they get feeling that something is not working that well in the organization. And so the consequences of having a clear purpose is first that the customers may feel served, honored and delighted by your services or product. And most importantly, if they have a common understanding of your purpose, if they believe in your purpose, they will buy from you only. If you're able to say, hey, we are here for footwear that is eco-responsible, that is taking care of the ecological impact that we have, you will probably attract people who do believe in that, but they just don't have the skills to create shoes, so they buy it from you. And so that's it for the second part of the podcast. We spoke about why a why is important, the consequences of finding a purpose, and now I want to help you reflect on what is your purpose. And so I'm going to ask you some questions because I can hear you out there saying, Anne Cecile, what you're talking about is beautiful, but it's a bit too idealistic. I am working in the famous shoe factory you're talking about and there is nothing glamorous about it. Uh, I want you to try to answer the following question. How do you let a why, a common purpose, emerge from your current situation? Because we can all change our perspective on things. So how can you change your perspective on what is happening to you right now? And I know it's not easy, but you know, I offer you this question, so maybe... At the end of this podcast, you may have a haha moment and say, oh, never saw it this way. Hmm, I love my job in the end. Or maybe you love it already, but you're like, I love it even more. The first question is, who are you serving? The second one is, what do they need and value? The third one is, what are you capable of? What are your strengths, your competencies, your skills? And then the last question is, why is your organization offering such a service or product? And to this question, I want to add some material too, because it's not a very easy one to answer out of the blue. Maybe the founder of your organization or you as a person faced a difficult time and we usually offer to others what we need the most. There is always the joke about the shoemaker who's 
always having the worst shoe ever because he's offering to others what he needs the most. That's how I see this story. And this question about the why your organization exists is that question about this identified need in yourself or someone else or others, a need that you want to fulfill. It's about giving to people. It's about using the skill set that you have to fulfill this need. And basically, the person who created the organization you're working in saw something people needed and he could serve them by using his or her talent. And for the same problem, people will have different answers. For the problem of protecting your, your feet, some people will create beautiful shoes, some people will create socks, some people may create a therapy. The way you deal with the feet problem or the need of a, or a foot are very different from each other. The founder of your organization, or maybe you as a leader or as a creator, you or he saw a need that needed to be fulfilled and he used his skills or you used your skills and competencies and knowledge to fulfill this need. Which means that every person on earth, if asked to solve the same problem, will find a different way to fulfill the need. There are many ways to serve the same purpose. And that's what happens in an organization. Every person has different skills and competencies and knowledge, and they bring it together to solve the one main problem or to achieve the one main purpose. I invite you to take some time to reflect about your purpose until next time. You probably have one or could create one if you take the time to discover it for yourself. And if you realize today through this podcast that you may have been walking away from your purpose or not toward your purpose, it is a great opportunity to reorientate yourself and say, I want to follow my purpose, the thing I want to improve the world or I want to participate in. This is it. And let's get started. And it's a small step first. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today and to meet you again next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast until the end. It shows me that you've gained something out of it and it makes me so happy. You can find more information about the podcast and myself on my website acgraber.com. To show your support, it would be awesome if you could share or like this podcast on the platform of your choice. I'm impatient to welcome you again next time. Have a great time. Bye-bye.